0: Hey, J.D. Hey. Uh, oh, no. What, <laughs> what's a snowman's favorite food? I don't know, Joe. You tell me. Uh, chili burger. <sighs> yeah, if I only I
1: could straddle you that that through that.
2: this headset. <laughs> straddle me? Save me.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm. Wow, this yeah. this joke is uh, right. Wow, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was. <laughs> I, I really don't want to be straddled.
2: Well, I mean, he has said before that he can't beat he can't beat that. So
0: I think he meant throttle. If I could, I
2: don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been cooped up for so long. English. <laughs> Save me.
0: Activate Genix. Tech. I'm ready. Third go. Mmm.
1: Mmm. Mmm. That's like a classic on my end. It's the spot yeah. time.
2: You
0: just all to... get the good Jack Daniels stuff on your end. I have we classic did not... roast of vanilla. <laughs> we did not brew it. We just... Brewed some Kroger brand coffee. Oh my. See, I really don't
2: want to do the the oh my part. Yeah, I don't want to. So.
0: (laughs) Oh my.
2: Oh my. You truckies. So! Help. How was your all's week? Right. Uh, well, I guess I will start it off. My week was uh, very meh. That's the best I can say about it. That's a very universal used word, and it explains my week. I worked, and uh, that was about it. It was more or less, I went to work, I got off work, I questioned my life choices, and why I do that, <laughs> and you know, why I'm in that career, and then I sit there and went home and tried to you know get showered up for the next day you know do some cleaning up and everything like that here here's how exciting my week was and it might be because i just turned a year older or whatever but the best thing that happened in my week was the fact that i got to clean my bathroom after i got off work oh god and i felt responsible after that because i was like oh it's really nice looking and stuff and then i went to bed so that's that's how my my week went joe <laughs> I know I'm not trying to make depression a strong thing, but yeah. I mean, how can I follow that? I've died. Yeah. I mean, you're a dad, it's... you had to have had something better than, you know, cleaning a bathroom and sitting on a couch waiting for the time to take down to where you can go to bed again. So, my child tried to get me to wipe her ass. Uh... I got nothing. <laughs> Right. You win Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I can see Joe being like, Wanna trade? And we're like, no, no, it's fine.
0: <laughs> She's sitting there watching her phone, sitting on the toilet, yelling, Daddy, I need help. I'm like, No, you you can you can, you got this. You got this. <laughs> well, you can always like I've told you before,
2: when she gets older, and of course you're gonna get older Right. she's gonna have to she'll have to return the favor she is seven i have done it for seven years yes but what i'm saying is is when you get to the nursing home in your depends little diaper that you're just gonna have kill me she's gonna have to change your diaper for you just kill me I'm just good. just let her know now that you want the uh the the easy wipes you know and stuff <laughs> like that to where you know
0: yeah And joining us from a uh, remote location, yes, The Third. Yes,
1: yes. Yes. So I am dealing with the wonderful life of the quarantine.
2: Yeah, I was going to ask, how was your week, JD?
1: Say that again? I
2: said I was going to ask, how was your
1: week, JD? (laughs) Oh, yes. It's been cooped up in my room for a whole week since Sunday. (laughs) I've been stuck in here. (laughs) just trying to survive. (laughs) How's that going for you so far? Yeah, one of my... Basically, one of my family members got positive, unfortunately. We think it was due to Christmas shopping. And she... uh, It's been cooped up. We've been trying to help out. And... uh, Yeah, I've just been kind of stuck in the room. When I have to walk out, I have a mask. And all that stuff. So, just... Trying not to catch the COVID
2: so I can go back to work. (laughs) Nobody really wants to catch the Rona.
0: No. And my work just decided to have a uh, super spreader event. Oh, no. Christmas party on campus in the cafeteria. The the newly opened cafeteria. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you RSVP? Everyone had to. And it was packed. Like, people were shoulder to shoulder in there. Yeah. Wow.
1: Jeez. Yeah. I, I, I have one story to mine uh, that could have been bad, but uh, luckily I thank my actual supervisor and things because she got it all situated. But my uh, HR rep that I had had some issues. I'm going to go really light on this. But right. short and simple was there was some miscommunication amongst it and they thought I was by myself and not living with family members and because of that they actually cleared me to go back to work on (laughs) Tuesday (laughs) so I sat there and had to call and then call my supervisor and then call a couple other people saying you don't want that to happen
0: (laughs) so Eric I have a question what's that so you work security at the same place that JD works. Yes. Were you informed that JD is not allowed to enter the building?
2: I was not. We actually had this conversation. Really? Like, yeah, JD, we actually JD talked JD about actually, it. Yeah, JD had actually asked me. He was like, is there has there been any email or any information, you know, yeah. talking about and, and not so many choice words because, you know, right. when we were talking on the phone, he was in there, he was like, yeah, have they, JD was telling me, he was like, have they told you, <laughs> like, you know, if they see the if they see me on-premises or whatever like that, just take me out. And I was in there, I was like, <laughs> no, no, we haven't got that email. Uh, but no, it's actually like we have not gotten any, huh. like, high-risk or any kind of email from anybody, you know, about JD showing back up. I mean not saying anything bad about my job or anything like that but i mean if jd were to show back up at the building and just walk in i mean i wouldn't stop him <laughs> i mean you know there's there's not been any information draw, like passed down to us right about the whole situation so yeah they that's told crazy. they
1: told it was basically a trust system of hey please don't come back to work okay right. that's fine <laughs> do i get paid yes awesome okay <laughs> Thanks, COVID, for letting me take a week off, even though I don't want it. (laughs) Kind of got cabin fever going on right now.
0: I don't think I've ever heard anyone say thanks, COVID. I
2: was just about to say the same thing. I was like, I don't think anybody's ever shown appreciation. (laughs) I finished finished that whole sentence. Let me finish that.
1: (laughs) Thanks, but no thanks. (laughs) I kind of want to get out of here. But,
0: nah. Oh, so... This episode was brought to you by Audible. With more than 400,000 audiobooks, there's always something to listen to. While I wasn't at work this week, I still listened to a good book to pass
1: the time and to stay away from this quarantine cabin fever that I had. This week, I listened to Ready Player One by Ernest Cline, narrated by Star Trek actor himself, Will Wheaton. Uh, Audible has a great selection of podcasts, theatrical performances, A list comedy, audiobooks,
2: and Audible originals you won't find it anywhere else. So start your 30 day trial and get your first audiobook for free by going to audibletrial.com Gen X. Thanks, Audible.
1: So, JD?
0: So, yeah, what do we have. F- we got a nice little
1: lineup today. Yeah. Here. So, uh. Y'all noticed that Microsoft's kind of at war with just about every browser company. Yeah. Um, so, Internet Explorer's market share dropped drastically over the last half decade, as it would because of Chrome, Firefox, Safari, etc. Et you know, all that was rising prominence. Uh, and just in 2015, Microsoft replaced Internet Explorer with its new browser, Microsoft Edge. Because you know they have to be oof the big oomph into their name. Right. Uh, Edge is now their default browser for Windows 10 and 11, and has basically doubled its market share over the last year. Uh, which, you know, I mean it, it's it's not a bad browser. I mean it's still Internet Explorer though in my eyes, but it's just a reskin. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. But lately in an act of desperation, Windows 10 and Windows 11 users will now see pop-ups when they try to download Chrome while using Edge. If you search Chrome download or something similar in Bing, you'll see a huge banner that reads, There's no need to download a new web browser. It says that you should use Edge for a fast, secure, and modern web experience. That may somehow save you time and money. Bing is you know Microsoft search engine. So, this is somewhat understandable.
0: So, you know, hey. real quick, JD, question. Yes. Who uses Bing?
1: I don't know. I think it's usually,
2: <laughs> I, I, I don't use it anymore.
1: At
0: work, <laughs> I don't I even use think it. I ever used
1: it.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, uh, at, at my work, at my workspace or whatever on my computer, when I have to look on the internet for anything, I'm using the Bing search. So, that why is, not Google? uh just just because it's i mean it's not that it's not set up on the computer it's just the application that we use to do our dar's uh to document everything that happens throughout the day and everything for our company like that it already it already has it defaulted with bing search so since Mm -hmm. i've already got that page opened and have to go through another thing to create badges for people that lose theirs or whatnot or just forgetful or whatever Could you make me a badge? No. Um, (laughs) But the thing is, like you know, we already have two windows opened up for you know the ePass or whatever like that, and for our DAR and stuff. So the third window pops up. There it is. Search bar says Bing. So Mm -hmm. I've never had an issue with it, but you know, like I said, I was a huge uh, Vista fan, and I just kind of wish that would come back. I'm kidding. Oh God! Yeah. (laughs) Bad jokes aside. You were saying, J.D.? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, again, Bing is
1: Microsoft's search engine, so, you know, like, searching it on there and doing it on there, that's understandable for them to drop their ads on that. But if the more... Errad- or I-, I can't say my w- words correctly tonight, but the more ridiculous prompts begin when you actually go to the Chrome download page. Windows- or Microsoft is now serving Windows 10 and 11 users pop-ups to stop them from downloading Chrome some of the prompts you might see on the Edge browser itself is Microsoft runs on the same technology as Chrome with the added trust of Microsoft another one I hate money said no one ever Microsoft Edge is the <laughs> best browser for online shopping and another good one is that browser is so 2008 you know what's new
2: Microsoft Edge wow I actually enjoyed 2008 thank you <laughs>
0: wasn't a bad year yeah it wasn't a horrible year no
2: yeah but i mean yes i i i'm not good at math so i don't know how many years ago 2008 would have been so (laughs) i did find something interesting though i was actually told that you have the 2000s and then it just just let this sit in your mind so I was, asking, I was talking to a friend the other night, and I was sitting there, and I was like, okay, so, and we were talking about a, a certain um, conversation about, like, artists, like, music that we grew up on and everything. And I was like, okay, so the 70s, and we named bands that we enjoyed from there, like Led Zeppelin and stuff like that. I was like, the 80s, the 90s, and I was like, the 2000s? I was like, but technically, wouldn't 2021 still be considered the 2000s? And he no. goes, no, you have the... 10s and then the 20s. Right. Or he said teens, then the 20s. It didn't set in my head until he had said that, and I'm like, oh, wow, really? Yeah. So we had the beginnings of 2000, and then you had the teens. It just didn't set. like I had never thought of it that way. Yeah.
0: They were already in the 20s. Yeah. We're Mm. old. 2008 was 13 (laughs) years ago. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for making me feel old. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thirteen Please years stop. ago, didn't really
2: have a. I didn't have a bad year, so it's fine. It's whatever.
1: <laughs> it hurt when we had the Super NES anniversary and heard that year
2: count. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, from what I got out of this here, it says that Edge rendered these prompts natively, as The Verge noted. They do not look quite like notifications you may see on other websites. They handcrafted these pop-ups to try to stop as many Windows 10 and 11 users as possible from downloading Chrome. Uh, it's, In my opinion, I agree with the, uh, our uh, setup here, I guess, from our uh, sources. Uh, it's one thing to promote through programs you use, like Gmail promoting Chrome, for example, because, you know, that's Google promoting Google. Right. But to spam a notification in front of a third-party site is quite a bit too much. Yeah, Uh, I
0: completely agree.
1: And on this, on top of the recent Windows 11 changes that we talked about a couple episodes back where they were making it so it was already difficult to even, like, default browser change. Mm. So, or, you know, do the default go from Bing to Google or anything like that? They made it
0: hard enough to do that. It's information wars. mm Mm-hmm pretty much it's who who can and, buy uh, as much information as they possibly can
2: mm-hmm.
0: it, it's just kind of getting ridiculous
2: it's going more uh, apparent now that they they've said I've, now i've heard it in different terms like different or not different terms different ways of somebody saying it but it always comes up saying knowledge is power i think that's really where it's going yeah like it's finally going to come like come up and it's going to mean something it's not just going to be mm-hmm. a cool little saying to tell people and stuff, but Joe's giving me this look like he's already made offshore account purchases for quote-unquote <laughs> info. What no one knows won't hurt em. All right, Johnny Five. That's cool. <laughs>
0: I know you need more input, but damn. <laughs> uh, there's a lot out on the you know dark web.
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like hackers. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, one thing that actually did come from Microsoft that was good. I have to cross over into. I had to give so, them their one good thing.
0: So okay. That
1: they took over. Yeah.
0: I, I I have a comment about this one. Once you get past the first bullet point. Gotcha. Okay. Uh,
1: so, <laughs> Microsoft helped take over multiple sites controlled by a Chinese hacker group Nickel. The Microsoft Digital Crimes Unit, DCU, has seized 42 websites that China, that a China-based hacking group, Nickel, used to attack organizations in the U.S. as well as around the world. According to a report on Microsoft's blog, uh, via Bleeping Computer, Microsoft says that the attacks are likely carried out to gather intelligence from government government agencies, think tanks, and human rights groups. Uh, okay,
0: so the The comment I have on this is, who in the hell made Microsoft a government agency? Uh, actually, the government. I was going to say <laughs> From what Microsoft. I got out of it. <laughs> well, so uh, so I mean, I completely agree with what they're doing, right, with the DC. But at the same time. What governing body stops them from deciding what a crime is and what's not? That is true. So from what I got here from the source,
1: because looking back into it here, it was a U.S. district court in Virginia.
0: Hmm. So. I'm just wondering uh, because Microsoft is a private company. They don't have any uh, actual, you know, uh, authority besides over their own products. mm Mm-hmm. So i I don't like it. I think it's more yeah, uh, it going closer to corporations running the government than yeah. the government running the government. So shouldn't, in my opinion,
1: too that shouldn't they have hired like an actual uh, security firm, like security anti hacker firm, to help push this too? You would think.
0: think you would think. I mean, you. I personally don't want the uh, company that came up with uh, Microsoft Edge and Bing <laughs> 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 trying to uh, come up with security uh, security policies, but I know that like not just Bing
1: but even Chrome's been having issues from uh, oh yeah, uh, zero day hacks and stuff too. I mean, we've been talking about it. There's been about three other big hits on Chrome alone. They get it fixed really quickly, but it's kind of terrifying to think that it's like, "Oh, here's a hack that we haven't seen before." Right. Oh no!
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. But is-
1: I will sit there and say again that, it, uh, for everybody too, that if they want to check out the stuff too in our sources uh, for this article, they have PDFs of the initial complaints that I'm going to speak of and the court documents as well. Okay. So.
0: Uh, I've but made my peace now. While this
1: won't stop... Oh, sorry.
0: I was just going to say, I've made my peace now. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: While this won't stop Nickel's attacks completely, Microsoft says it should help protect existing and future victims while learning more about Nickel's activities. Uh, Microsoft's initial complaint says that Nickel uses a variety of techniques to install malware on victims' computers, Including compromising third-party virtual private networks and spear phishing. Uh, due to the nature of Nickel's attacks, the group is able to exfiltrate sensitive documents or sensitive information and documents from the device unbeknownst to the user. During the infection of a victim's computer, Nickel deploys malware designed to make changes at the deepest and most sensitive levels. Of the computer's Windows operating system, said so the complaint, re, said complaint from Microsoft Red. The consequences of these changes are that the user's version of Windows is essentially adulterated and unknown to the user, has been converted into a tool to steal credentials and sensitive information from the user. Hmm. copy machine for them for hit
0: the (laughs) what'd you say uh
1: well it basically is just a way that they can from what i've gotten out of it it's just a sender to them at this point it just is a seed for them to get information from whatever person they got uh, but microsoft says that it's been tracking nickel since 2016 and that the DCU has shut down over 10,000 compromised websites and blocked the registration of 600,000 potentially malicious sites. Oh, wow. So they've been working on it. I give them
0: that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, not that I'm not saying, again, that they're not doing something good, right? Because I completely <laughs> agree with um, shutting down malicious hackers. But at the same time, I'm like, I I really don't think Microsoft should be allowed the authority to uh, police the internet.
1: Yeah, I I
0: agree with you on that. I think that they should have hired a
1: firm that is based entirely around anti-hacker situations. Just a security firm that is based around the idea of, hey, we need to clear this stuff up. Right. So, and Microsoft should have given that information to that private group, right? Instead of giving it to a, instead of keeping it for themselves to set it up, right? Because it police
0: Microsoft at that point?
1: Yeah, because so. that's. A, I mean, that's kind of our opinion, unfortunately. But <laughs> yeah,
0: that's my opinion. But yeah, <laughs> for what yeah. it's worth.
2: No, see, my insight on the whole thing is like, so you have this new hacker group, mm-hmm. Nickel, right? And they've been tracking her mm-hmm. since twenty sixteen, as JD was saying, and everything. I'm just I'm wondering why we couldn't hire, you know, like JD was saying, like a security force or whatever like that, or like you all were talking, you know, sitting there being like, Well, they should have taken their the right measurements to sit there and get it figured out and everything. I'm just waiting for the in game, I guess, if you want to say it that way. Or, you know, if you would welcome that in, because I'm just trying to figure out if we're ever going to be able to get Nickel back. Oh. 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 For what they did to us. You you know what I mean? Yeah. If you take a look at this (laughs) (laughs) photo
0: And you say, I have the bad jokes. Hey,
2: mine actually made sense though. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Ugh.
2: I, we got to get away from this article. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's that. It's that great joke that I love saying. Like, if a tree falls in the in the forest, does it make a sound? No, but it's a great place to have a Nickelback concert. Nah, nah. Uh, yeah. uh,
1: <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get away from this article. <laughs> 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 So, um, the company, it or the game It Takes Two, was hit with a crazy copyright claim uh, this last week. Really? So, yeah. It, this game, uh, I'm going to sit there and say, because I played this game with a friend of mine. Uh, and it is a great game. It's a co-op only game. Uh, you all work together to go through these puzzles and action like points in it. Mm-hmm. It has a really good story to it. I highly recommend it, and even recommend it even more after this stupid, well, stupid shit. Uh, so, the GTA parent company Take-Two Interactive hit Hazelight Studios' game it takes to with a trademark claim, like I said. Records indicate that Hazelight has seemingly been forced to abandon ownership of the name of the game. So they can't do... Basically, from what that says, is they can't really, like, advertise the game's namesake anymore on stuff is what I've gotten out of that. That's the only thing I could come out of that. They won't be getting any, like, stuff from
0: the name anymore. So, I I don't agree with that because the name of the uh, GTA parent company is Take-Two, not It Takes Two. Yeah. So, I don't agree with that. I think there's a very fine line. Mm-hmm. But I think that... Uh, I don't think they uh, cross that line. I mean, the name It Takes Two is just a
1: saying anyway. Right. So it's just weird that they would sit there and say, oh, you can't use that saying anymore. It's just su- somewhat similar to our name. <laughs>
2: Uh, oh, it's funny because I mean they should have sued like the Olsen Twins shitty movie that came out called It Takes Two. Well, why don't you sue right. them? Why are you going after a company that's just trying to make a buck or whatever like that mm-hmm. and bring a bring a new game out for somebody mm-hmm. else to kind of get into and try and probably possibly make a franchise? And you're cutting them at the knees before they even start. Right. Like that's essentially what they're mm-hmm. doing. They're they're destroying that whole entire game before it could even get off the ground, before it could before it could gain any traction. You know, it like the the Grand Theft Auto parent company is, is cutting them at the knees. They're not going to be able to come back from that.
0: And that's kind of what I hate about the video game market, right? Is because you can't get any real good indie games out there um, just because you've got these massive conglomerations like EA and stuff like that that uh, want to copyright claim everything. And suddenly, you know they take down as many companies as they possibly can, and all of these great indie games that could have actually hit it big mm-hmm. and people could have actually enjoyed those games are like you said cut off at the knees, yeah, they'll you know? never be seen, yeah I'm and actually this company as Bethesda well
2: hasn't really jumped on that that ship too like i've I haven't really heard like Bethesda's been getting shit on a lot, right? Because they're they do it to themselves. But I've I haven't heard of something, you know, like JD's talking about. I haven't heard Bethesda actually go after, you know, like the parent company that he's talking about is going after, like they are right now. Like I've never heard of another Mm -hmm. company doing that. But I'm not saying that it's not a possibility. There's probably a lot of indie games that we would have loved to have played. We never saw they never saw the live day so we never got to see him right so but you were saying JD so yeah th- I, I give this company like kudos
1: too they are part of like if I remember EA is their like publisher mm-hmm. so that's kind of some big negatives in some people's eyes but the one thing that this company has done with both this game and they had a game that came out a while back called a way out that was kind of the same style of a co-op game. Oh, I own that uh, game. Only game. It's for PS4. Yeah. I don't... Yep, you you remember this game. Yep. Uh, So, one thing that they did with this game, which I respect entirely, is, again, it's a co-op only game, Um, but only one person has to buy the game, and then they can just basically invite somebody else who downloads the trial to play the whole game. So, they can invite a friend who downloads the trial to play the whole game. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. So, you only have to buy one version of the game, and then you can play this game with another buddy. So, which is what I did. My friend actually bought the game up front, and he invited me to play this game all the way through. So, that's, I, I... That's the smart. company I can commend, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, and... Again, like I said, one thing I will point out, too, that happened, it actually was last, uh, on, well, on Thursday. The uh, Video Game Awards came on, or were this week. Um, and It Takes Two actually had about five nominations, and it won four, three or four of them, if I'm correct. It won, uh, let me go through the list here, because I actually have it pulled up. Uh, it won Best Multiplayer Game, Best Family Game, and it actually won the video game awards game of the year.
2: Really? Okay. Well, the thing about that, with is like, yeah, even if they do win the lawsuit, so, or if they do, you know, do that, a game like that that it's already won awards, is probably going to be picked up by another company, maybe a mainstay company. They might have to you know, if they're gonna go they're not gonna be an independent game anymore, they're gonna be part of a a major a major company or whatever, there might be some changes, which, you know, the game community are very you know, if they if they open themselves up to play a game like it takes to and they got involved with it, if it goes to another company and they change just a little bit on it, it might piss off the game community because that's not what they were used that's not what they got opened up to begin with. And stuff, but like you said, with them winning winning these awards, especially Game of the Year, like that that is a like a statement right there. A lot of games, mm-hmm. you know, are nominated for that, but the one that wins it is the one that people, you know, really put forth the effort and they really believe in it and stuff. Now that they're trying to do the, you know, the the parent company is trying to do this and stuff. I think what like I didn't I didn't know that, but I think will like that game will possibly see. A second life, like another shelf life, somehow. But like we were saying, a lot of indie games don't really have, like, they don't even have that chance to get to the award ceremony, or if they don't win as many awards or such, you know, like statement awards or whatever, like that, or staples as far as in the award ceremony and stuff like that. Like, there's a possibility that we won't see that, like, ever, you know, as far as indie games and everything like that. But I am extremely just from the article that, you know, you had posted and everything, like, I'm really kind of intrigued to actually check the game out. If it, you know, if it's still around and they haven't really been, you know, cut completely out of it or anything like that, like, I would still check that game out. And you plus should the whole thing... still
1: be able to buy it off of Steam, if I remember correctly, if you got it on PC, and you should be able to still buy it digital.
2: Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I enjoy the I enjoy the factor that you were saying, where like some, one person has to buy the game. That actually builds, like that actually gives a lot of players the chance to like if somebody already purchased the game and they're just looking for somebody to co op with them and stuff like that, and they don't have to purchase it. That's going to turn somebody like a lot of people on to just playing the game just because. And that's
1: one thing I get respect for with the fact that again, it is a EA Games published. Uh, game technically which a lot of people first will sit there and say you know like oh EA ooh but again I highly recommend it for the fact of all the positives to it it is a good story it is a good game so uh, and it's got a fun co-op feature to it
2: nice so speaking Uh, of uh, games
1: I can tell you one thing that's not cool what's that uh, Ubisoft uh, making a NFT system for all their games coming up here.
2: Yeah, so. Ubisoft has announced <laughs> its first foray a foray into the world of blockchain technology and NFTs, called Ubisoft Quartz. It will offer limited edition cosmetic items for Ubisoft, or Ubisoft games that can be resold on third-party marketplaces for cryptocurrency. It will launch in beta on December 9th, starting with items for Ghost Recon Breakpoint from Wikipedia to help explain what an NFT is. A non... Is it fungible? Fungible. Fungible token, thank you. NFT is a unique and non-interchangeable unit of data stored in a digital ledger blockchain. NFTs can be associated with repro, uh, reproducible game- or re um, reproducible tri- I think. Yeah, thank you. I'm tripping on my words right now. Items such as photos, videos, 3D models, audio and other types of digital files and unique items. Um I'm trying to like uh ana, anal- analogies. Analogies? All right. somebody pick that up please but because that's just that's a tongue twister but to a a certificate of authenticity nfts use blockchain technology to provide a public proof of ownership copies of the original file file are not restricted to the owner of the nft and can be copied and shared like any file the lack of interchangeability distinguishes nfts from blockchain cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin the nft item or I'm sorry the nft items that uh, Ubisoft Quartz offers are called digits and each is a limited edition in-game cosmetic item every digit is made unique by a serial number that will be visible on the item for example a rifle may have its number on the magazine or the helmet could be engraved across the rim furthermore embedded in the digits metadata is your ubisoft uh, connect username as a digit it is sold uh, are sold to new owners their username usernames are added to the metadata creating a history of ownership for the nfts in addition uh, to the in-game cosmetic item a digit also comes with with a video file showing the item being used in game so that's pretty cool yeah that is cool when ubisoft Quarks mm-hmm. launches launches on december 9th three digits will be available for ghost recon breakpoints ubisoft connect pc version a wolves skin for the m4a1 tactical rifle a helmet and a pair of pants three digits will be provided for free Although must be claimed within a limited time window, drops will occur on December 9th, 12th, and 15th. Additionally, players must fulfill certain criteria to be eligible to claim uh, to claim them. The rifle requires you to have reached XP level five in Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint, while the pants demands you to be uh, demand you've played at least a hundred hours. Which is not an easy task. No. Just for a pair of pants. Like I don't I think I've <laughs> I don't think I've ever played hundred hours of video game just to get some pants. But, you know, most of the time when I'm playing online I'm playing in shorts, so I understand what, you know. You I, I have pants. no problem with hundred hours, yeah. Yeah. But here's the here's the kicker. The helmet that you can get, you know, embroidered and everything like that within your username and everything. That is going to at least be 600 hours of gameplay just to get the helmet. Oh wow. Yeah. So here I'm thinking you... that 100 hours is bad.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: They had to at add that fiber point you need it. help. <laughs> right. Well, at that point you don't have a life. Right. It's just Ghost <laughs> Creek con break breakpoint so, all the time.
0: Basically that's for pro gamers.
2: That or kids who are still stuck in their parents' basement?
0: Agreed. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Because one of my favorite games, uh, Rome Total War 2. Yeah. Um, I have broken 200 hours on. Wow. I think the most. The next next night... Night. Go ahead, JD.
1: I was about to pull up here my uh, hours playing an MMO just <laughs> to see if I even got that close at all. Uh, so, New World, I've maybe played about.
0: 180
2: hours okay
0: so that's a lot considering you haven't i mean it hasn't been out that long i was gonna
2: say he's only been playing new world for what like close to two months yeah yeah yeah
1: i, I played it when it launched i think so it's been pretty eh. i've been playing it off and on but it maybe the weekend i play a little bit more than i usually should
2: but <laughs> Well, the thing I was going to say is the fact that, like, you guys have me beat and then some. (laughs) Like, not, it's not looking at me as, like, a, a, like, a, not a a well-versed gamer because I played a lot of different genres of games and everything. But I think the most hours I ever spent, and this wasn't nonstop, this wasn't all the way through because I've never been one of those gamers that goes out, buy, purchases a game from a retail store, goes home, pops it in the console that it's for and everything like that. And then, leave my my apartment in like three days and the game's already beat. I've never been able, like I have to take breaks in between. It might be because I need help with my gamer rage. I don't know. Our frustration playing games and everything. But to make a long story short, the most hours I've ever put into a game was Metal Gear Solid, and that was 19 hours. So you guys like completely
0: <laughs> well, so there's a, my almost, my gameplay. There's a difference in the types of games too right all right so the types of games that you are playing like metal gear right Mm -hmm. have a definite ending right right Mm -hmm. whereas games that jd and i play have a multitude of endings and different challenges like his is a mmo right right so it technically never ends
1: as long as they drop the updates. Right,
0: <laughs> so so there's a multitude of things that you could do.
2: What I was gonna say, like the the best way to kind of put it is like with Metal Gear, like it was one thing, but you were talking about like like JD was talking about, you know, new uh, new world and everything like that. If it was on a console, like if one of the games that you we're playing that has all of these hours that you put into it and everything like that, if you were playing it and it was on a console-based game or a console system or whatever like that, I could definitely see you putting in 600 hours to play this game and then when you go back to the main menu of your console and it only shows that you've completed 16% of the game. like That's what really kind of scares me where I'm right. like, uh, wow, this is... Like, I'm going to be six feet under before this game ever ends. Like, before I actually ever get to the end of it. Like, I'm going to end before the game gets to the end. Mm. But I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay. You know, because that's kind of what I look at when you're talking about that. Is the fact that, you know, you and JD have put a lot of actual, like, time and effort into some of your favorite games and everything like that. But if it was console-based... I could see you all going back to the menu and being like, oh, yeah, I've played this game for, you know, half my life. Right. And I'm like, how much is complete on the game? Like, what's the completion rate show? And you look at the completion rate, and it's like 22%. And I'm (laughs) like, oh, my God, no. Like, I just can't. I cannot get down with that. But what I was going to say about what I was talking about was one NFT that will be released for games we have uh, talked about in our past episodes is pinhead for dead by daylight Mm -hmm. that is one that i am i'm really looking to see that like them explore it i haven't really played dead by daylight a lot here recently but i know that they have gotten a lot of licenses for a lot of different characters and that one's going to be one of those ones those iconic ones
0: Do you see the hours played? Uh, for the top one? Where
2: is it? Yeah. That's yeah. I, I couldn't do. That that legitimately says two hundred and fifty-one hours. Yes. You have no life. <laughs> you don't want to know my WoW time. You I guess because Joe wanna... just showed me his Rome two time.
1: that game since uh, the classic times and that account probably is way up
0: there and I don't want to think about it (laughs) too much of my life well my next (laughs) one was Total War Attila which was uh, 145 hours oof I'm really glad that you found a wife to marry (laughs) (laughs) if not you would still be at your computer desk I got these games after I was married oh god just throwing that out there, right? Yeah.
2: You need to you need to sit there and just just to show how much you love your wife, right? For her allowing you to put over three hundred hours... damn near almost four hundred hours into two games. I would. Uh, you probably need to go to Amazon and shop for her and get her something like a gift,
0: right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Just saying. What do you think oh, about that, too
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if anybody noticed it this last week, but uh, Tuesday there was a huge outage with Amazon and all web services based around Amazon. Um, Quite a bit of things. So the Amazon web service, la- this outage lasted between 10.45 a.m. and they say up till 6 p.m., but I actually have firsthand knowledge of this because, again... I play a game called New World, which is owned by Amazon, (laughs) and that game was down until 10 p.m. (laughs) Oh, wow. So, just keeping track of it. So, yeah, it it was longer than that. Uh, One of the most important apps impacted by this outage was the one that Amazon employees use, which uh, CNBC pointed out. Reddit post from Amazon Flex... Uh, warehouse and delivery workers said so the apps that keep track of the packages tell them where they go and generally keep your items on time went down during the stay. Which, from what I got, got from some of this too, there were some vans, like the delivery vans you see for Amazon, they had to pull to the side to wait a bit. Oh, wow. this whole thing. So, so and there were some points where they had to sit there and type everything. this stuff out and uh, like, you know, handwrite this stuff too for deliveries. Uh, They had to go back a little bit in time for their setups. Uh, But other reports of outages were for Disney Plus and Netflix streaming, as well as games like PUBG, League of Legends, New World, and Valorant. Um, Just due to the fact that they are are connected to the web service.
0: So, J.D., Mm -hmm. I I think this goes back to why I was saying last week about two major... Uh, businesses controlling the entire internet, Google and Amazon. Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I agree I, with you entirely. <laughs> my point
1: stands from last week.
0: <laughs>
1: There's a bunch of stuff that were down because of this, not yeah. just those. So, stuff on the Amazon end, like Alexa AI, Kindle ebooks, Amazon music, and security cameras like Ringer Wise, which is really bad. Uh, Tinder, Roku, Coinbase, Cash App, and Venmo were also some examples. So that's, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel bad for like the security systems going down. How much stuff could have happened during that for like a whole day if people actually like took advantage of that, unfortunately.
0: Hold on real quick, JD. Uh, I think right now would be a good point to take a, uh, quick break. It okay. And we're having a little bit of technical difficulties with our setup. Uh, and we will be right back. Sounds good. Hey everyone, we're back. Sorry yep. about that. We're uh, experiencing a lot of technical difficulties right now. We're also uh, <laughs> we're also having some uh, weather issues. We have uh, tornado warnings in the area. So. Yes,
2: but our office and where we do this at has
0: not lifted off
2: the ground, and we are not in so we should be good for now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to make this a uh, fairly short episode today. Uh, So we've got one more article to go through real quick. And uh, I think that's going to be it for the night. Uh, So Switzerland has decided to make Futurama real. Oh, no. (laughs) Yep. So they have come up with uh, legalized 3D printed suicide booths. (laughs) oh i got nothing (laughs) so it's a 3d printed pod that assists people in suicide and it has passed the legal review to operate in switzerland uh the makers of the device said in their interview to swiss info a member of the swiss broadcasting corporation uh the pod called sarco that does not use any controlled substances is expected to be operational in next year, 2022. Enjoy. <laughs> right. Uh, while illegal in most countries, assisted suicide is legal in a handful of countries, uh, including the Netherlands, Germany, Belgium, Luxembourg, Canada, and Switzerland. Uh, so a common requirement in these countries is that the person opting for assisted suicide has to or has a terminal condition that cannot be cured and is causing them suffering. So I kind of get that, right? I'm kind of for that to an extent. I don't know that they need to have suicide booze, but assisted suicide mm-hmm. in cases in extreme cases of incurable illnesses i agree with so that's uh, understandable
2: as long as i don't see bender show up out of nowhere like i'm not gonna get scared so right
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh so the company wants to use uh ai to uh, assess the mental soundness of the person opting to die by assisted suicide they would need to complete uh an online test Uh, to demonstrate that they have taken the decision with free will and then get access to the code to access SARCO. Uh, The 3D printed pod that looks like a coffin can be towed to the location of choice where the individual can then lie down in it. Uh, The system then asks the individual a series of questions Which, then, answered will allow the individual to begin the process with the press of a button. This seems pretty um, user friendly. (laughs) (laughs) Press this button. Pretty straightforward, right? We'll come to you. (laughs) Answer these
2: five questions, and we'll kill you. (laughs) Right? God.
0: So, according to the information provided by the makers of Sarco, uh, the pod then floods the interiors with nitrogen while reducing oxygen to about 1%. The person falls unconscious and dies of uh, hypoxia, oxygen, starvation uh, within 30 seconds the process does Beesh. not re- yeah <laughs> the process does not require any injection or ingestion of controlled stu- substances and there is no panic or feeling of choking the company said so who tested this uh, um, i wow <laughs> uh
1: the the only thing i could think of i don't know how they got the
2: uh, return process of this back
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: right <laughs> we're gonna need to take a survey after the oh never mind oh, sorry <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: <I'm okay>. <laughs> <laughs> how would you rate your service yeah right today?
0: <laughs> if you could answer this quick five question survey i already answered five and you're dead all right <laughs> the company which is based in the netherlands still needs to develop a camera that will be placed inside the pod and record a video of the individual consenting to the process so along with this article I also uh, was reading this uh, other part of uh, part of this so another thing is they come in multitudes of colors so you can accessorize uh, <laughs> yeah because I always wanted to make oh, my gosh. coffin
2: like hot pink right or what I'm like wow guys really I've lost respect for the. Ne- actually, I never had respect for the Le- Netherlands.
0: <laughs>
2: so the the but other give me with
1: this joke that right. is red faster.
0: Wow! If you could, so, if you could just yeah. see my reaction to that. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that you bring that up is kind of interesting because another article I read on this that I actually don't have the source to, uh, stated that the camera part of it is also going to detect blinking so if you are getting like uh, claustrophobic in the 30 seconds you're in there uh, you can blink a certain way or a certain speed or whatever and it will actually speed up the process oh wow <laughs>
2: We've so we've grown so accustomed to blinking, we didn't think that it was going to be a death sentence for us. Like, right. like what do you do? Like you're already deprived of oxygen in this chamber or whatever, like that. So you don't want to keep your eyes from not blinking,
0: right? It, uh, like I said, I, it sounds too much like suffocating to me. no mm-hmm. well, I just
2: it, like what you had read. You were sitting there saying like there's going to be no feeling of panic, or anything like right, like. I understand that you got this pod for a reason. Like, you didn't go there to vacation (laughs) or whatever. You know, you're there for one reason and one reason only, and that's to end your life with assistance. It's like, we've went from, you know, I've fallen and I can't get up. Like, that kind of assistance. Right. You know, the first alert or whatever like that. Now they're creating pods where you're like, you know why you're going to that pod. You've already accessorized. You've already picked the color out and everything like that. Like, you've picked your burial plot and everything. The <laughs> only thing that's missing is them
0: shooting you into space to pick your plot out. Have you seen these things? Yes. They look like they could be shot into space. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. But I'm
2: like, all right, so you've already made your point. You've already, I understand that there's going to be, te- like, we know all about technical difficulties. Right. <laughs> There's going to be technical difficulties with this thing. I can guarantee it. There's going to be panic. <laughs> What's something's the success gonna rate? Mess it. <laughs> yeah, something's going to mess up. People are going to start panicking. Or you have that occasion where you go through all the paperwork. You sign a document and sign everything off that you want to do and stuff because you've made the logistics part of it taken care of and everything. Then yeah. you get to the point to where you're getting ready to go in, and then all of a sudden you change your mind. Hmm. Yeah,
0: Yeah, there's going to be some panic. A little bit. A little bit of hysteria. And so, at what point do you decide as well that it's an uncurable disease and you can take this step? So, let's say something that I've witnessed multiple people suffer from. uh, Alzheimer's. Right. And dementia. Uh, So, okay, you get diagnose day one does that mean you, day one from that you can go get a suicide booth Uh sorry pod yeah
2: unless <laughs> you're going to correct something else in that <laughs> sentence but okay <laughs> not booth pod i'm like
1: oh, yeah it is what it is
0: yeah
2: see here's my thing and i don't know how correct i am about this but since i worked in a nursing home and got to visit the wing of dementia
0: mm-hmm.
2: and everything like that. So say you you have a bout of dementia or not even a bout but you actually have dementia. What's to say like one day you agree to it and you sign all the paperwork and everything the next day you forgot. That's oh. that's one thing that I was taught working in the dementia wing is the fact that you can meet somebody new every like every single day. And train makes an appearance. it does yes at least the, at least the tornado watch didn't affect the train <laughs> huh, right from running, but <laughs> yeah, I'm just you know, like if you really have you know dimension and stuff like that and you do all the paperwork and then the next day they
0: put you in the pod and you're wondering why exactly and suddenly you're panicking yeah yeah there's there's so many things that could possibly go wrong with this. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. The only thing that I would kind of like if I if I got a pod, I would want a purple ponytailed, maybe not one-eyed person, woman, but you know. Oh right. Yeah.
0: What's your thoughts, JD? Did we
1: lose you? Well, I'm very much <laughs> again. Our, 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 yes. No, can you hear me? Can you Hear me? Yeah. Okay, I'm getting a little bit of a delay thanks to our wonderful weather. Oh right, but uh. Yeah, so, I I add to the joke of it as well, and it's our running gag with me, is that the Swiss
2: did this. They're
1: neutral. Technically.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm shocked that he's actually blaming who he is. Right. He's Switzerland on this show. <laughs> but yet, he's blaming the Swiss for making suicide pods.
0: <laughs> Now, so, I completely agree under a doctor's care and a well-thought-out plan that euthanasia, um, or as some people call it, assisted suicide, um, is a healthy thing. Because, okay, again, you've got terminal disease that there's no hope to be cured from. You're just going to end up dying a horrible painful or sad death from as dementia causes right right? Uh, so instead of that you get to the brink of the point before you're completely lost it right and Mm -hmm. you have more before you have more bad days than good right you have a plan out with your doctor, you're in a hospital bed, you have your fa- uh, your family all around you, um, you're able to say some kind words to them, say your last goodbyes, say your I love you's and all of that, and it's timed, and suddenly you drift off. That I can agree with.
2: It's more humane. But right. Yeah.
0: But mm-hmm. in this country, it's not allowed so and i think that's a huge disservice to people going through these diseases
2: so not try not not trying to make a joke out of this and everything but you know i mean i try to find the humor in everything right because you can't spell mm-hmm. slaughter without the word laughter so <laughs> and that's kind of what this is going towards um like, I guess they're trying to humanely slaughter <laughs> people in pods. But I'm I'm looking at it from this perspective. You had kind of mentioned this a little bit. You know, spending the last moments of your life with your loved ones and everything like that and saying your goodbyes. And there's been movies that have been dedicated to this. Yeah. Um, and just in reality, people have actually said, you know, you've had the... Maybe not us because we're nowhere near it. Hopefully. Right. But you know cuz we don't that's the uncertainty that's the unknown we don't know when our time's going to be up but i've i've heard the question asked like somebody coming in like a caregiver or whatever be like did you do everything that you wanted to do with your life no no one has right yeah but now you only get 30 seconds so it's like do <laughs> they like did you do did you accomplish every goal that you ever set out for yourself or did you you know did you do you feel like you had a full-fledged life? Do you do you think that you left a lasting mark on life? Now they're going to sit there and be like, okay, you've only got 30 seconds. Have you done everything you need to do in 30 seconds? Before you say, <laughs> yeah, right. That's pretty much it. the one finger is all you have left to that's do. That's a bucket right. list. Yeah, right. <laughs> like a 30-second bucket list. Oh, right. My other thing <laughs> that I was going to say, and this will be my last thing that I'm saying about this, because it is kind of... It's it's really kind of morbid, in a sense. Yeah. But Mm-mm. if they do find a way to make this any more Futurama, and they start shuttling people into space, <laughs> once they get in their little their death pod, let's be honest, and everything like that, if I do ever, and I need Charles' help, if I go first before either one of you all, and you I will. And, and I go, shut your face. <laughs> You'll go before me, sir, because I'll put you in one. Um, Good luck.
0: You'll break a hoop.
2: Yeah, right. That's fine. Anyways, here's my here's here's my uh, what is what is the thing? I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. It's the, uh, the your last will and testament. Yeah, you know. Here's one of my my things that'll be on my last will and testament. If I do have to go into one of the death pods, and I do not hear when they shoot me into space if I do opt th- for that decision if my pod does not sound like the old Jetsons exactly it was not worth it yeah I
1: I add to it as well that uh, we we've constantly say Simpsons did it uh, do we need to start saying Futurama did it
0: now Yes. so the I blame other, cartoons all around. Right. The other thing that you have to think about is there is a very old book I read back in uh, middle school. It's called The Giver. I thought you were going to say the Bible. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Uh, but they actually had a system where you got to a certain age and you went to... To be released, and basically they put you in a gas chamber. Ease, yeah. You you hit a certain age and then they just off you. <laughs> I'm I'm questioning the human race. Well, like I said, that was a dystopian universe. So I mean, mm. yeah, mm-hmm. it,
2: yeah okay so I'll ask this question okay if you had your if you had your chance and they it was an option would you take it
0: the suicide booth no however if a planned death was available at a certain age due to terminal illness yes
2: hmm that's, that's funny that you would say that, a plan to death. Because if you keep giving me shit about my age, I'm going to plan your death. Don't hurt yourself. Eh, yeah, Shut up. JD, what's your... Uh... I
0: see your hairline
2: receding. Shut up. It's <laughs> called a widow's peak. Oh, uh, in my situation of things, I...
1: It's an iffy situation. I would have to have more of a thought into it than this, because this is a pretty deep subject.
2: Come on, man. You only got 30 seconds. I
0: have have Uh, put uh, deep uh, thought uh, into uh, this. (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, uh, uh,
2: Maybe? It it sounds (laughs) like he's got oxygen starvation. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) I I
0: don't know. know. (laughs) No, I'm serious. I've put in uh, a lot of serious thought into this uh, in the past. So I stand by my decision. Well, that's what I was asking JD. Like if you had the option, would you take it? The third.
1: He said like, if I wouldn't be me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Hm. Okay. Yeah.
2: This this uh, podcast just went dark. <laughs> yeah. So it got really dark. We, we we we're not on the Marvel side of things, we're in the D C <laughs> universe. Right. It just went dark.
0: So you asked us, what would you do? I mean, I know you're a, a moments away from committing Shut suicide up. already, but
2: uh, I don't know. I, uh, because, you know, even before Switzerland came up with this just dark idea.
0: Damn you, JD. <laughs> right. <Oi>.
2: Uh, All right. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I was, uh, like, my whole plan was to just be put in a mausoleum. Now they're giving me, like, futuristic, Futurama type things. It's like, eh. They gave you options. Yeah, they did. <laughs> option, you know, you got option A, option B, option C. Now you got option D, option death. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <you laughs> I don't know what I would... I, I'm kind of in the same boat with uh, with JD on this. Like, I, I'm not really ready to really even think about that. Like, we all have a <laughs> lot of life to live. Like, left in us. You know, and I don't know, like... Going through this and talking about it, and just the just it being a topic, you know, because it's yeah. it's fairly new. It's still, I I really think that they have a lot more to discuss, and a whole lot of bugs. Oh, I'm sure to fix. You know, that's I,
0: that's why I'm saying I would prefer it as a uh, planned death with a doctor present. Right, not uh, AI. Until I see
2: something for real, like established or whatever, I don't really see this. I see this as uh, a, is kind of like um. In, in a certain way, like me and J D, like we had talked about this on one of our past episodes. We went to one of the pop up restaurants. Yeah, a pop up restaurant. It was there for a short time. And it was gone. I really think of this as an option, as a pop-up thing, where it was like, hey, we just want to make it newsworthy, because we, you know, Switzerland really rarely ever gets talked about anymore, so it's like, you know, we just want to make... Represent
1: it. that statement.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You're the only one that makes them relevant. But, you know, I think they did this just for, like, hey, we still exist, we're still around. Right. We're making stupid things, but we're still around, you know, so... It's like, I think this was just one of those pop-up occasions where they just wanted to be, you know, just kind of sitting there and be like, hey, we're still here. I don't think it's ever going to pan out. Because I don't think a lot of people are going to be sitting there saying, like, I want this option. I want to take this. Did you hear about all the panic? They said it was supposed to be panic-free. No, that's all I'm hearing is panic. So it's like, eh. (laughs) I just really don't see it panning out. I don't see it being a mainstay. But again, I, get, you know, that. I, I don't know. If I if I got if I got the chance, if if it was even an option to be shot up into space and avoid getting eaten by a bunch of you know insects and stuff while you're six feet under on the ground, you know, I, yeah, maybe.
0: What if the death part didn't work out and you're just shot into space alive? I mean, you're gonna die regardless. It's true.
2: I would take the the most uh I'd probably take my cell phone with me and just take
0: pictures <laughs> send them to who
2: yeah nobody I would just sit there and just yeah <laughs> I would just be like well I mean I'm here might as well it would be almost my pod would turn into one of those old time capsules to where hopefully I find hopefully somebody finds it and they're like what oh my god there's a lot of pictures taken. Uh, let's just you know explore this and it's like at least I left a lasting imprint
0: <laughs> what well, if they're just shooting you into the sun though that's hot God <laughs> JD
2: laughed about it so I'm good at least I got somebody. <laughs> I I really don't know Uh, where else to go with this. (laughs) I really don't.
1: I think we kind of covered everything
0: on it. (laughs) Right. Yeah, right. Well, guys, uh, if you don't want your computer to die due to viruses and people snooping in on you, (laughs) uh, we definitely uh, support using VPNs. Now, down in our description, we have an affiliate code for NordVPN. Why don't you go and check it out?
2: Sponsorship
0: rules! Not sponsored by NordVPN.
2: Just saying.
0: (laughs) JD, you want to take us out? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sorry about the uh, delay and everything, like I said again. But as always, everybody, like, comment, and follow our Facebook and Instagram, Republic of the Geek. If you like this podcast, support us through our Gen X Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast, and anchor.fm slash X. Every little bit helps. Yeah! Yeah!
0: Later, guys. See ya.